You are not an ordinary person. We are the outshine of God's glory. Don't let any circumstance have enough power to bother you. The Father has nowhere to stay than inside you and cannot express himself unless through your body. So your body becomes his body. That is why the Bible says we are the body of Christ. I'm a doer of the word. I'm a world shaker. I live by the word. I'm born by the word. We are here to produce heaven on this earth. I produce heaven on earth. Sadiva Kasi. For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory. That's why I say, don't give up. You are invited to World Changes Conference this Sunday at Airport West Hotel at 6 p.m. and every other Sunday. Christ Jesus, the mirror of the Christian. Enjoy grace as you grow in the knowledge of God. This is Minister Prince on the image of the heavenly two. We bow down and Yeah.
is God speaking to me. Is God, God speaking to me. I am who Christ is. I am who Christ is. I have what Christ has. I have what Christ has. I can do what Christ can do. I can do what Christ can do. I am seated where Christ is seated. I am seated where Christ is seated. Say, I am who Christ is. I am who Christ is. I have what Christ has. I have what Christ has. I can do what Christ can do. I can do what Christ can do. I am seated where Christ is seated. I am seated where Christ. Say, I am a duplicate of Christ. I am a duplicate of Christ. Say, I am a duplicate of Christ. I am a duplicate of Christ. Say, for as He is, for as He is, so am I. So am I in this world. In this world. Now. Now. Say again. Say, I am a duplicate of Christ. I am a duplicate of Christ. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Shandalabaka. Say I am who Christ is. I am who Christ is. Say I walk in victory. I walk in victory. Say I walk in victory. I walk in victory. I am more than a conqueror. I am more than a conqueror. Say I am more than a conqueror. I am more than a conqueror. I am victorious in Christ Jesus. I am victorious in Christ Jesus. It doesn't matter what I see. It doesn't matter what I see. I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I see. I am moved by faith. I am moved by faith. Say I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I see. I am moved by faith. I'm moved by faith. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. We started a series on the new creation. Amen. Amen. We started a series, a series on the new creation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, we started a series on the new creation. And we talked about the new creation who pre-existed in God even before the foundation of the world. Amen. Amen. Then we talked about the new birth. And last week, we talked about about what the image of the, the image of the heavenly. Amen. Amen. And today we are continuing our series on the new creation. The image of the heavenly too. Amen. Amen. The image of the heavenly. Say I am the image of the heavenly. I am the image of the heavenly. Shout it. Say I am the image of the heavenly. I am the image of the heavenly. Shout that and say, I am the image of the heavenly. I am the image of the heavenly. And last week we talked about guarding your spirit, guarding your heart. Amen. Amen. With all diligence. For the Bible says that for out of it are the issues. Then we said that it out of him are the issues of life. Amen. 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 And then we talked about the deposits of God in our spirits. And then we said that we have received eternal life. We have received the divine nature of God. Amen. Amen. We have received good things. And we talked about how the Bible says that for the communication of your faith will only become effectual by acknowledging, by full understanding of every good thing that is in you in Christ Jesus. As Philemon chapter 1 verse 6. Amen. Amen. Today we are continuing the image of the heavenly. Hallelujah. Amen. If, not, if, you, if you've not been here, you've been missing. Amen. Amen. You've been missing. Hallelujah. You've been missing. Hallelujah. And every time different people come. So people when this this person comes this this week, the next week, the next person come. Amen. But you'll be missing. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now let's let's open our Bibles to Romans chapter one, verse twenty. Last week I said something here when I was beginning that your spirit has the same features of the outward man. Amen. Amen. Your spirit has the same features of the outward man. Amen. Then we say that when your spirit is out of the body, your spirit has hands. 
Amen. And your spirit can walk. Amen. And your spirit can see and talk. Amen. Okay. We talked about it, about your spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Talk about your spirit. And then I said something about the heart because it was I, I, I remember someone even asked me a question before I came here to preach. Uh, which part, which, when we say the heart, what are we talking about? Amen. And I told the person that God said I should start from the heart, so you should come and sit there and listen. Amen. Amen. So, we are opening to Romans chapter 1, verse 20. Romans chapter 1, verse 20. We don't have much time. We want to close quickly, early. Amen. And 9.30, we should be up. We should be out of here. Amen. I want you to understand where we are going to. Hallelujah. You see, taking time to develop your spirit is very important. Giving attention to your spirit is very important. Hallelujah. A lot of times we give much attention to various aspects of us than our spirit. Amen. And I say that God is a spirit person. God is a spirit being. And God rules as a spirit being. Amen. Amen. And God wants us to rule from our spirits. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So you can live as Christ. Or you can live, you can walk as Christ walked when he was on this earth. Or you can even live as Christ's representative now. Or walk as a duplicate of Christ now. Or walk as a new creation. When you are giving when you are giving attention to your spirit, to the training and developing of your spirit. Amen. 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 And let's go to Romans chapter 1, verse 20. Let me explain something quickly so that we continue. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 1, verse 20. I want you to look into the Bible. Amen. Romans chapter 1, verse 20. Oh, Jesus. Thank you. Yes. Romans chapter 1, verse 20. Chapter 1. I'm reading from the New King James. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen. Being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they may they are without excuse. Hallelujah. Okay, will you take it again? Romans chapter one verse twenty. I hope you're all looking into the Bible. Amen. You see, you should understand. You just let's read it again. Romans chapter one verse twenty from the New King James. The New King James. For since the creation of the world. His invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made. Being understood by the things that are made. What is the King James Version? What is the King James Version? Hallelujah. The new King James is good. What is the King James Version? What is the King James Version? Okay. I want you to amplify your voice. Amplify. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. Being understood by the things that are made. Even his eternal power. power. Amen. Amen. He says, For the invisible things of God are clearly seen. Being understood by the things that are made. Now, last week I said something here. And I want to just continue from last week. Amen. Now, I said something that you see, all these things in us, the things that are in us, in Christ Jesus, that we have become, and we'll be talking about them today. Amen. 
We have been made that way. I was saying that they are, they are tang- spiritually tangible. Amen. amen. Now I want to explain it further. Amen. Romans 1.20 says that, ah, hallelujah. For the invisible things of creation, or for the invisible things of Him, of God. For the invisible things of God are clearly seen. So it means that the invisible things are clearly seen by the things that are made. In other words, the things that are made, or the natural things that we see on this earth, give much expression or give much understanding or explanation to the invisible things of God before the foundation of the world. So what God created that we see today, physically, amen, gives much understanding or gives us much understanding of the invisible things of God. Are you listening? That is to tell us that if today we can see a mountain and even climb a mountain, amen, now that mountain gives us an understanding of the invisible thing that is of God. In other words, it's telling us that before God created, there was a mountain. Hallelujah. Before God created a mountain, (laughs) Hallelujah. There was a mountain. Amen. But the mountain that we see came out of the mountain that we do not see. Are you listening? So the invisible things of God are clearly seen, being understood. The invisible things are now clearly seen. Seen where? In the natural. And they give us an understanding of the things that that was with God before he created in the invisible. Do you understand it? Do you understand it? So it means that there was an invisible mountain. It was that invisible mountain that when God said, let there be, the mountain came as visible. So by the visible mountain, we can now know that uh, there is mountain in the invisible. That is to say that when we get to heaven, there is a mountain. Now you understand. Why is there a mountain in heaven? There is a mountain in heaven which is a realm of the spirit. Which is an invisible realm because there's a mountain on earth. You are listening now. So the seas and the rivers that we see on this earth give us much understanding of the invisible things of God. It is that when we get to heaven, <laughs> hallelujah. When you check out of your body and you get to heaven, amen. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. You are not just going to be walking somewhere. You are not just being, you don't many people think that all we do in heaven is just to go and just bow down, be singing and bowing down. Amen. Amen. No, but it's beyond that. There are things in heaven. There are things in the invisible which are tangible like the things in the physical. I want you to catch this thing. In other words, there are seas in heaven. Amen. Amen. There are seas in heaven. There are rivers in heaven. Like we see a river. 
So he can go to heaven. When he gets to heaven, he can also swim. Amen. Oh. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So that Paul is telling us in Romans chapter 1, verse 20, that the things that we see gives much explanation to the things that we do not see. The physical things that we see give us much understanding of the things that we do not see. You understand now? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So there are birds in heaven. There are flowers in heaven. There are trees in heaven. Amen. 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 So what am I arriving at? What I'm trying to explain to you is that it means that spiritual things are tangible. They only become physically tangible when they are in the physical realm. Are you listening? But they are also spiritually tangible. When we say it's tangible, that's why I say that you can touch it, you can handle it. Amen. So when you check out of your body and you are walking in the corridors of heaven, you can see a bed and hold a bed. Amen. Amen. Oh. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Do you understand? Yes. Yeah. So the invisible things of creation or the invisible things of Him are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made. So the invisible things that are clearly seen gives us an understanding. The things that he has made give us an understanding of the invisible things. You understand? That is why when God, when Jesus came, Jesus was the exact expression of the Father. Amen. He gave expression. So anybody who sees Jesus sees that no, there is also a person who is God. Who is a spirit being. Amen. Do you understand it? Yeah. So we said that Philemon 1 says that for the communication of our faith will become effectual, will be operational in the sharing of our faith or the expression of our faith by having full understanding of all the good things that is in us in Christ Jesus. Let me say, when you are born again, you are a new creation, you are a new being. And there are good things in you. Amen. Amen. And those good things, he, he, he calls them good things, are the things that are of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And we say those things are tangible, residing in our body. So we say your spirit is tangible. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's continue. Let's continue. Let's go to First Corinthians chapter 15. Let's explain to First Corinthians. I just want to finish this thing today. Amen. 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 For you are glory. Go to First Corinthians. We are and worthy to be praised. Righteousness forever, oh 
that dwell. Oh, Jesus. For you are glorious. For you are glorious. And worthy to be praised. Oh, thank you, Jesus. First Corinthians chapter 15. First Corinthians chapter 15. So ladies and gentlemen, when we get to heaven, there are fruits there. Amen. Amen. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. The new creation is here to bring heaven on earth. Amen. Amen. Let's go to first Corinthians. To bring heaven on earth. We are here to bring heaven on earth. Amen. Amen. You should understand that one. Understand. As we go further, I'll explain. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse what? 45, 46, 47, 48. Let's start on verse 46 and 45. Where is the 46, 45? First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 45, downwards. And so it is written. The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. How be it that was not first, which is spiritual, but that which is natural, and afterward, that which is spiritual. The first man is from the earth. earth. The second man is the Lord from heaven. The first man is of the earth, what? Are you reading? Let me open your Bibles. What does it say? It says the first man is of the earth, what? Earth. And the second man is what? The Lord from heaven. The Lord from heaven. Uh-huh. Continue. As is the earthy. As is the earthy. Uh-huh. Such are they also. Such are they also that are earthy. That are earthy. And as is the heavenly, and as is the heavenly, such are they also. Such are they also that are heavenly. That are heavenly. As verse forty-nine. And as we have borne the image of the earth, and as we have borne the image of the earth, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. We shall also bear the image of the heaven. Now listen, Amen. Now look, I said it, and I'm going to repeat, Amen. 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 <laughs> I said that that verse should have been as they, as they have born. Amen. Amen. Oh, the response is not coming. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to hear the praise. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. No, but I want you to read it again. Verse 40, 48, 47, 48, 49. I want you to look at what he's saying, what Paul is saying, so that for example, amen. Verse 47. The first man is of the earth. And the first man is of verse 47. The first man is of, of the earth earthy. Mm-hmm. The second man is the Lord from heaven. The second man is the Lord from heaven. So we say that the first man is of the earth and is earthy. That is to say that the first man which is of the earth is Adam. Amen. Then we say that and what? The second man mm-hmm. is the Lord from heaven. The second man is the Lord from heaven. He's talking about who? Jesus. Are you listening? So the first man is Adam. The second man is Jesus. 
Now, continue over. As is the earthy. So, as is the earthy. As is the Adam. <laughs> I like the Adam. Amen. Or as is the earthy. Such are they also. Such are they also that are earthy. So, he's talking about Adam and his generation. Amen. Amen. And then, as is the heavenly. Such are they also that are what? Heavenly. So now we differentiate between two kinds of people. Those who are earthly and those who are heavenly. And it says those who are earthly are of the earth. Or of the earth. They are earthly. And those who are heavenly are also of the heavenly. You understand? Mm-hmm. I'm going to know and as is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. Uh-huh. And as we have borne the image of the earth. And as we have borne. Now, he puts the difference between Adam and Jesus. Amen. And those who are of Adam and those who are of Jesus. We are of Jesus. Amen. But then it comes to say that as we are born, then we say no, the wish should not be there, it should be as they. As they have borne the image of the Adam, so have we borne the image of the heavenly. So if you have a Bible, how, how we can write it on top, as they. Amen. It's very important. It's very important. You can write it on top. You don't want to just cancel anything in the Bible. Some of you don't cancel anything in the Bible. But sometimes you have to cancel certain things. Amen. As you study, you discover certain things and you cancel it. And you write the writing. Amen. Because sometimes there's a translation. There's no issue with the Bible. There's issue with the translation. Amen. 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 There's an issue with the translation. So that it, it only makes wisdom when you say that the earthy is earthy and the heavenly is heavenly. And they who are earthy are different from they who are heavenly. Heavenly. So if we come to that, we have been earthy. And it's time to take us from the heaven and bring us back to earth. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah. So you can just write it as they are earthy, so have we born. As, as is heavenly, so have we born the image of the heavenly. And we are talking about the image of the heavenly. Amen. Amen. And we are saying that when we talk about the image of the heavenly, we are talking about the likeness of the heavenly. We are talking about Jesus Christ. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. God. Then the Bible says, For us is the earthy, so such uh, so are they that are earthy. And as, as they have borne the image of the earthy, so have we borne the image of the heavenly. So we have borne the image of the heavenly. It means that the Christian is the image of the heavenly. Amen. Now the word image translated there is likeness of the heavenly. But the understanding Paul was trying to give is deeper. Amen. Amen. So he says that we are born the likeness of the heavenly. What does it mean? What we say the Christian or the new creation? Say, I'm a new creation. I'm a new creation. In Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. Say, I'm a new kind of being. I'm a new kind of being. In Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. Now. It says that we have borne the image of the heavenly. The likeness of the heavenly. How is the heavenly? And who is the heavenly? 
We are talking about Jesus. Let's say we are born the image of Jesus, or we are born the image of the heavenly. Now, when he says we are born the image of the heavenly, what is he talking about? And I said, Who is the heavenly? He's talking about Jesus. What does he mean when he says we are born the image of the heavenly? We are wearing the image of the heavenly. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Go to Hebrews chapter 1. You see, you should understand that I always say that truth has the capacity to make you free. And truth has the capacity, or truth enables you to walk in victory, or to walk in your liberty in Christ. So whatever message that, whatever message that does not enable you to walk in your liberty or in your victory in Christ is not truth. Amen. Why? Because God has designed the new creation to walk in victory. To produce as much Him on this earth. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Am I talking to some people here? Yeah. Yeah. So let's go to Hebrews chapter 1 verse 6. So we are the image of the heavenly. The Christian is the image of the, he the heavenly. But what is the meaning of the image or the likeness of the heavenly or the likeness of Jesus or the image of Jesus? What is the meaning? What is Paul trying to talk about? We can only know it when we get to know what is the image of the heavenly. What is it? Or how is the image of the heavenly? Now he read Hebrews chapter 1. Verse 1. Reading down. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. God. Who at sundry times mm -hmm. and in diverse manners speak in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days mm -hmm. spoken unto us by his son, mm -hmm. whom he hath appointed heir of all things, mm -hmm. by whom also he made the worlds, mm -hmm. who be the brightness of his glory, and the express image of his person. Hallelujah. I want you to underline the verse 3. The verse 1 to 3 is very powerful. Reading down is very powerful. I want you to underline it. That's what we are talking about. Amen. Amen. Who be the brightness of his glory? Alright, read the verse 3. I want you to look into it. No. Let's all open our Bibles. <laughs> Hallelujah. We understand it. Let's all open our Bibles. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. You see, God wants us to reign. He wants us to reign. He says, He has made us kings and priests on earth to reign on earth. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now let's all read one to go, verse 3. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3. Let's all read one to go. Hallelujah. Amen. Now read the verse 3. Let me explain something about verse 3. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3. Who be the brightness of his glory? Who be the brightness of his glory? And the express image of and his the person. And the express image of his person. Underline that one. 
You can underline it 13 times. Yes, <laughs> underline the express image of his person. Now, Hebrews chapter 1 was talking about Jesus. Then he says that God was sent times. Spoken by the prophets, as in this last day, spoken unto us by his son. Or revealed himself unto us by his son. Amen. So he was revealing himself by his prophets. In the old times, in the old testament. And in this new covenant, he has revealed himself to us by his son. Or he has spoken to us by his son. Whom he has appointed head of all things. Amen. Then it comes to verse 3 to talk about Jesus being the brightness of his glory. And the express image of his person. So Jesus was and is the express image of his person. Now the Bible says that we are the image of the heavenly. Which is to say that we are the image of Jesus. Are you following? Oh. Are you following? Yeah. Now, he says we are what? We are the image of the heavenly. Then he says that the image of the heavenly is the express image of his person. That is to say that if we are the express image of if we are the image of the heavenly, then we are the express image of his person. He says we are the image of the heavenly. Or we have bore the image of the heavenly. You understand? Now he says he says that the image of the heavenly, in he goes to explain further in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3, that the image of the heavenly. Is the express image of God's person. That is to say that if the image of the or if Jesus Christ was the express image of his person, the express image of God's person. Otherwise, <laughs> Jesus was the person of God. The spirit person of God was Jesus. Are you listening? Yeah. Now it says we are born the image of the heavenly. If the, the image of the heavenly or if the heavenly is the express person or the ex- express image of the person of God, then who are we? We are also the express image of the person of God. So the new creation is the express image of the person of God. That is why I said when we started the new creation that the, the new creation is the person of God, the Christian. Amen. And that gives you a mentality, a God mentality. That gives you an excellent mindset to think and to act as God. Amen. Now, when it says the express image of his person, the word express image over it means that the exact copy. The express image then means that the exact copy of his person. So Jesus was the exact copy. The exact expression or exact reflection of God. In other words, when Jesus was walking, anybody who saw Jesus physically like this was seeing God in person. Do you understand? Now, we didn't say that we are the express image of God. He said so. Uh, shout a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, ladies and gentlemen, it's very important 
that will receive truth. Amen. Amen. It's very important. Because for a long time, the church has been portraying themselves as the defeated ones. You understand? Anything should come and go. And whatever happens, God decides. Do you understand? So God decides everything that happens. You don't have a say. But that's just about to change in your mind. Uh, Why? Because it says that Jesus Christ is the exact copy of God. The exact copy of the... Uh, it was the... The exact copy of the person of God. Now, when he says that we are born the image of the heavenly, he said that we are the exact copy of the image of Christ. Or the exact copy of the person of Christ. We, from our outward or from our inward? From the inward to the outside. <laughs> Amen. So from your spirit. That is why God wants us to rule or live from your spirit. Living by faith is living from your spirit. Not living by what you see in the outward, but living by what you see in the spirit realm. <laughs> Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. So now he says your spirit is the exact copy. The exact reflection of the person of God. Jesus was that. And the... Oh, Hallelujah. You're too quiet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So he says the Christian or the new Christian, we are the exact copy. Instead of crying, tell yourself I'm the exact copy of the person of God. Are you listening? It's not about the exact reflection. Uh. You have seen your, 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 your reflection, your image in the mirror before. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Now you look into the mirror and you see your face. Amen. Amen. Uh, when you look into the mirror, you tell yourself that you are the exact copy of the person of God. The exact copy. That is why I say that the Christian is a duplicate of Christ. That is the only word you can use. So you say the Christian is Christ. We said the new creation is the anointed one in the anointing. Oh, those of you who are not here, you, you missed a lot. <laughs> that, that anointed one in the anointing, we said the anointing is the Holy Ghost. It's also the fullness of God. The anointed one is your spirit, the new man, the new creation. Then we said that same new creation, which is also your spirit, is the exact reflection of the of the person of God. <laughs> you know what the person is? Let me say the person of God, the person of God, you are the exact copy. So what should be your mentality? You are developing yourself to reign. Mm. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter how many times you've been disappointed. You don't see this disappointment when you see who you are. Uh, are you listening? Yeah. A lot of times you look at the outward, but we should look at who we are. And then live from who we are. 
The Bible says, out of the good treasure of a tree. That's Matthew chapter 12, verse 25. Bring get forth good fruits. Oh, just check that please. Oh, Matthew chapter 12, verse 25. It's a good tree produces a good fruit. The fruit is coming out of where? The tree. Oh, I want to teach this thing again and again. Amen. That's the last thing I said. What you are sharing with you is not some, it's not some ideas of men. They are human ideologies. <laughs> uh, the Christian. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. Matthew chapter 12, verse 25. Who read it for me? I want someone from the back to just shout it loud. Amen. Someone who has his Bible from the back. Or a Bible from the back. Let's do it quick so that we can just finish this one. Amen. Mm-hmm. Matthew chapter what? Verse 25. What is that? Matthew 12, 25. Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, mm-hmm. Every kingdom divided against itself will be ruined. Mm-hmm. And every city or household divided against itself will not stand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If Satan drives out Satan, mm-hmm. he is divided against himself. Mm-hmm. How then can his kingdom stand? Mm-hmm. And if I drive out demons by <coughs> Belgebub, by whom do your people drive them out? Mm-hmm. So then they will be your judges. Mm-hmm. As if I drive out demons by the Spirit of God, mm-hmm. then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Mm-hmm. Or again, how can anyone enter a strong man's house mm-hmm. and carry mm-hmm. off his possessions unless he first ties up the strong man? Mm-hmm. Then he can rob his house. Hallelujah. Amen. Matthew 25, verse 12, 23. I'll read it. Make a tree, make a tree good, mm-hmm. and its fruits will be good. Mm-hmm. Or make a tree bad, mm-hmm. and its fruits will be bad. Mm-hmm. For a tree is recognized by its fruit. Mm-hmm. You fruit of vipers. Now wait. He says that. Oh, read it again. Make a tree good, and the fruit will be good. And make a tree bad, and the fruit will be bad. Hmm. Continue. For a tree is recognized by its fruit. Mm-hmm. A tree is recognized by its fruit. Uh-huh. You fruit of vipers. Mm-hmm. How can how can you who are evil say anything good? Mm-hmm. For out of the overflow of the heart, mm-hmm. the mouth speaks. For out, oh Jesus, Christ. that's what King James. <laughs> <laughs> who are the King James? I like the King James. I like that translation. It's a man. I like the King James. I like the King James. Amen. Let's continue. Matthew chapter 12, verse 33 downwards. Even make the tree good, and his fruit good. Or else make the tree corrupt, and his fruit corrupt. For a tree is known by his fruit. For a tree is known by his fruit. Uh-huh. Old generation of vipers. Old generation of vipers. How can you, mm-hmm. 
be evil, speak good things, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, or the heart, bring forth good things. Bring forth good things. A good man, out of the good treasure in his heart, brings forth good things. Why did you know what was Jesus started talking from the heart? A good man is known by his heart. Yeah. You understand? That is why we say when you are born again, you are not born again. It's not by your outward appearance, it's by your spirit. Amen. Yeah. Now he says a good man is known from his heart. Your spirit defines you. You always say it here. Amen. Yeah. Now he's saying that a good man. Out of the good treasures of his heart, bringeth forth good fruits. So it's oh Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I don't want to go here, but I have to go. Amen. Because it, it means that Jesus was trying to tell us how to live where we are living living from. From the abundance of our spirit. From the abundance of our heart. That's to be said that the good things. He said, according to his divine power, has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. He said, those things that have been given unto us are in our spirits. Then now he said that the good man, or let's say the Christian, out of that which he has received in his spirit, he produces fruit, or he lives. Are you listening? He's telling us that if you are the exact copy of Christ, then you are supposed to live from our spirits. Because that aspect of us, which is the exact copy, is your spirit. So, oh Jesus. Amen. 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 So we are doubling things from our spirits. Jesus lived that way. And the Bible says, of his own will has he begotten us. That we should be a kind of first fruits. A kind of first fruits. And the Bible calls Jesus Christ the first fruit. That's first message chapter 15, verse 35. 32 35. Amen. Amen. He calls Jesus Christ the first fruit. And when you talk about first fruits, let me just take some five minutes to explain this one. When you say the first fruit, we are talking about the first and the best fruit. That is what the farmer plants. The first fruits and the best fruits. The first harvest. The first fruits that come out are the first fruits. What he was saying, why he was calling Jesus the first fruit is that Jesus was planted. And when he resurrected, he resurrected as the first fruit. That is how when Abel was going to give his offering, his offering was accepted. Case one was not accepted. Why? Because Abel gave his best, his, his first and his best. The first fruit. But Cain did not. So Jesus Christ is called the first fruit in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 35. Then the Bible says that he has begotten us so that we, we should be a kind of first fruits. Now, if Jesus Christ was called first fruits, then he's saying that we have begotten to be a kind of Jesus. That is why I said the Christian is a kind of Jesus Christ. He's in the kind of Christ. Oh, that's too quiet. Uh, Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Shout a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to hear the voice again. Shout a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he calls he calls us a kind of first fruit. 
A kind of Jesus. He says we are a kind. They say, where is Jesus? They say, I am here. Ah. Why? Because you are his kind. You are his exact copy. Outwardly, we look different. Mm. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Why is this important? Why is this important? So that you get to know who you are in Christ and live as who you are. Hallelujah. Are you catching it? I'm catching it. So you write down that you are the exact expression or exact reflection of Jesus Christ. We are here to do the works of Jesus. Right. <laughs> oh. I say we are here to do the works I'm of here Jesus. To do the works of Jesus. Say I'm here to do the works of Jesus. I'm here to do the works of Jesus. Say I'm the exact copy of Christ. I'm the exact copy of Christ. Say I'm the exact copy of the person of God. I'm the exact copy of the person of God. When I'm coming, the person of God is coming. When I'm coming, the person of God is coming. When I greet somebody, the person of God has greeted somebody. Ah, when I greet somebody, the person of God has greeted. When I enter into my workplace, the person of God has entered. When I enter into my workplace, the person of God has entered. Say, I'm not disadvantaged. I'm not Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Cash. I'm just moving. It's very important. If it's the only thing I think today I've taught you. You just go home and sit down. And say it to yourself. If you want to work if you want, I want us to if you if you want to live a life. And it's total victory. Rulership. You need this understanding. That's what Paul said by the full understanding. Amen. So the person of God is coming. Hallelujah. I'm born to win. I'm born to win. Say, I'm born to win. I'm born to win. It doesn't matter what I see. It doesn't matter what I see. I am a winner. I am a winner. Even in the midst of whatever I see. Even in the midst of whatever I see. I am still a winner. I am still a winner. See, the circumstance or situation you find yourself in does not change who you are. But if you understand who you are, you will change the circumstance. It's just a matter of time and understanding. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's continue. Mm-hmm. So we talked. We, okay, so we talked about. We, we say we are the exact copy of His person. Now, last we talked about the good things, and I made mention of the fact that when you receive this is inside you, I said there is a principle. The principle is that whatever you receive in you, in Christ, you become. Mm. Whatever you receive in you, in Christ Jesus, you become. Mm. And I explained that we have received divine help in our spirits. Mm. 
See, there is nothing the Christian is looking for that is not already in his spirit. Are you listening? There is nothing you are looking for that is not already in your spirit. The issue is that you've not given much attention to understand what is in your spirit or who you are. I always say that the whole aspect of Christianity is identity. Mm. It's understanding who you are. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Then we talk about divine health. So I want to continue with, divine, with, with eternal life. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Because some of the good, whatever you have received in Christ, you are the exact copy. Now you have received life, eternal life. But you have not only received life, you have become life. Mm. Amen. Amen. So he calls the Christian a life giving spirit. Oh, shout hallelujah. 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 Shout a big hallelujah. 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 I'm the exact copy of his person. I'm the exact copy of I am the exact copy of the person of God. I live on earth as God. I live on earth as God. Because I'm the exact copy of his person. Because I'm the exact copy of his person. Say, I'm the exact copy of his person. I'm the exact copy of his person. I'm the exact reflection of God. I'm the exact reflection of God. I am the exact reflection of the person of God. I'm the exact reflection of the person of God. I can do what he can do. I can do what he can do. That is why the Bible says that I can do all things. Just do Christ which energizes me. I can do all things. Paul was talking that way. He said, I'm not, I'm not on the disadvantage. I'm more than a conqueror. In all of these things. He says, we are more than conquerors. Mm. Why was Paul talking like that? Because he had that understanding. Mm. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Okay. Let's go to life. So we were saying that, let's just continue. You see that we are the exact copy. Amen. And we said that the good thing, one of the good things we have received is eternal life. Last week we said we have received divine health. And I explained that divine health is not an abstract thing. And I said that it's, an, it's, 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 it's spiritually tangible. In other words, you can draw health from the walls of your spirit into the body of a sick person. Because health is inside you. Then we said the health that is inside you is the health of God. It is called divine, the God kind of health. That is why Jesus said, The words that I do shall you do also. And he says, Greater works than this shall you do. He said, You shall do. He didn't say that, oh Jesus. He said, This I shall follow them that believe. He said, In my name, you shall cast out devils. Say, so you, you shall heal the sick. He didn't say, You shall pray for the sick to be healed. Say, so You shall heal the sick. Why? Listen to the construction. He's talking to believers, those who believe. And he says that they shall heal the sick. Now, if I say that I have healed you, you say, Are ah, you God? You say, ah, you God. <laughs> that is religion. Mm-hmm. That's not Christianity. Mm-hmm. Religion has made the church such a way that even the position that Christ, Jesus, has given us, we still say we are not there. Mm-hmm. Jesus says that those who believe shall heal the sick. 
now a person heals a sick and said, I have healed you. <laughs> is it different from what Jesus said? No. So why do we also say that? You, can you heal the sick? Say, I can heal the sick. I can heal the sick. What you are saying is consistent with what Jesus said. You're not consistent with what you've been taught in your church. <laughs> How can you heal the sick? Who told you you can heal the sick? So he said, God, come and heal the sick. He didn't say that. Mm-hmm. Are you listening? Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Very so good. we have received the God kind of help. Mm. And I asked, asked, have you heard that Jesus, God is sick? He said, no. God said, he has given us his help. Now, do we believe it? It's not about how many times you are going to church and you are even having a position. It's your faith. How do you do you believe the word? God says He has given you His help. You say, No, I don't have it. So when you do that, you are working in what? Unbelief. You are disagreeing with God. You are telling God that even though you said that you are wrong, I can't uh, believe what you said. But you're a Christian. Uh, uh. Ah, religion has, we are clearing religion from the church. Ah, we are clearing religion from the church. Amen. Amen. So we talked about the God kind of health. And as you pray in the Holy Ghost, you activate this health. And you can draw as much health from your spirit into the into the body of a sick person. Did you hear that? He has he, he says we should do it. Oh Jesus. Peter said that such as we have, we give you. Mm. Such as they do what? They have. Did he say such as God has? We are going to call him to come and give you. Mm. He said such as we have. You can only give what you have. Mm. And we have health. And we have life. Mm. So Jesus walked on this earth with eternal life. Mm. He walked as eternal life. Mm. Because he was life. He is life. Yes. Now we are life. Mm. So Jesus ruled over circumstances, ruled over demons, ruled over sicknesses, ruled over nature from his spirit. Why? Because that life was imparted into his spirit. He understood what has been given to him. He said that the Father has life. So, so has he given to me to have life. Uh, so he understood that the life that was inside him was the life that was from the Father. The exact life, the exact copy. So the exact life that was of the Father, or that was in the Father, was the same life that the Father has imparted into him. So he was walking on the earth as life. He said, he said it. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. And people said, this guy, the way he talks. Because he understood who he, who he was from the divine perspective. From the God kind. He said, I am of the God kind. So he was just ruling. Go to John chapter 21. Verse 25. John chapter 21, verse 25. I want the 21, verse 25. 21, verse 25. Who has it? Have you all opened it? Uh, We are living with miracles. We are working miracles. 
Say I'm a walking miracle. I'm a walking miracle. Say I'm a walking miracle. I'm a walking miracle. Ah, Shandala. Okay, read it quickly. I want to teach more. John chapter 21, verse 25. Amen. And there are also many other things which Jesus did. The rich, and there are also many other things which Jesus did. One did. The rich, the rich, if they should be written, uh, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books. Now, have you seen it in the Bible? Are you, are you, look, are you, look, are, uh, are you seeing? Are, can you behold? Are you beholding? <laughs> Now, if you have a Bible, just look at what he's reading. Verse what, 25. Now read it again. And there are also many other things which Jesus did. And there are also many other things which Jesus did. Uh-huh. The which, the which, if it should be written, if, everyone. If it should be written, everyone. I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books. Now listen. He says that. The things that Jesus, it means that what we read is just some. He said that the things that Jesus did, if they were recorded, if they were written down, the world itself would not be able to contain the books. Think about it. It's not an exaggeration. It means that when Jesus woke up, miracle. Can we walk in that way? And practically, yes. Does he want us to live that way? Emphatically, yes. How can we walk that way? By this understanding. It was a living miracle. He said, if the books were recorded, if they were written down in books, the world itself, not a library, the world, will not be able to contain. So the ones that we read are just some small part. Was it possible? Was it how? How was it possible? How can he was able to do it? Because he was the exact copy. He was working on the earth as God. He said that the same way he walked, he should walk that way. That is why I love this verse in Revelation. Uh, but the way I love that verse, when he says that blessed is the one who dies in the Lord and rests from his labor, and he said, and his works do follow him. <laughs> so your works will follow you. So if you don't produce any works, nothing follows you to heaven. I'm telling you, there are people who have been taught in heaven. Those who were on the hospital bed who said, who never gave their life to Jesus Christ, never accepted Jesus as their Lord, and now they are in the test. When they were about to bed, they said, I want to receive him. I want to receive him. When you go to heaven, you will be taught. <laughs> You will be Bible study there. <laughs> and there will be no works to follow you. And based on your works, you will be assigned. So somebody who is doing evangelism more, teaching more, will be giving those people to teach. When the person can say, go, you know, we're going to teach him, he doesn't know anything. I'll be teaching some of them. <laughs> Amen. So your works are important. The Bible talks about works that they are profitable unto men. The Bible talks about works that they are fruitful. They show how fruitful you are. So it's not just walking around and saying I'm a Christian. It's beyond that. Hallelujah. 
And the reason why many Christians are the way they are is because they never want to understand these truths. So Jesus lived that way. Eternal life was always at work. Now he says that John 10 10. <laughs> I have come that you might have life and have it to the full. The fullness of life is in the Christian. The fullness of divine life, eternal life, is in your spirit. You are eternal life walking. Hallelujah. So shake somebody and say, You are eternal life. You are eternal life. You are eternal life. Now, that eternal life is in your spirit. Okay. It is in your spirit. You are, you, you have received eternal life. You are eternal life. Oh. Hallelujah. He understood this life and lived it. Living the life of God on earth. I'm serious. Was living it. Hallelujah. He wants us to live that way. Paul said, I have oh, go to Galatians. I feel like teaching. Oh, I feel like teaching. Say teach. Come on, say Kabuta City Marosiki Palaya. Mekola Bokosuki Poroko Sikiti Palaski. Vetoni Kevi Boko Seke Liba Kaseke di Bahasa. Talundo Sish Parukasiki Tebauski Tena. Mandej Paroski Paraska. Legoski Tebauski Palasti. Vero kosikiti poroski palandezia. Dososki poroboko sheke lebedea. Halamasite lebeko shaka. Leko robosaya. Halamaseka. It is if the people who are begotten of me who receive these truths, they will work in on ending success. For I have commissioned you to teach them these truths. Amen. Hallelujah. Galatians 2.20 This for I am crucified with Christ. I will say it in the in the, in the I will behold it. Look at the Bible. See it. Whatever you see stays with you. Somebody can say something to you, it will stay. But they just see it, it will stay. Amen. That's why when somebody narrates a story to you, you just forget. When you watch it on TV, you watch it on TV, live, football match. Because you saw it, you saw how the goal was scored. <laughs> Amen. So what do you see stays with you? Now, Paul says, I am crucified, I am crucified with Christ. He says, nevertheless, I live. He says, yet not I. We are living the life of Christ. We have the life. We are the life. We live the life. He says, yet not I. Paul said, for I am crucified. He said, for I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. He says, not yet, not I. But Christ is the one who is living in me. <laughs> and the life which I am now living in the flesh. So Christ, he goes, he goes on in Colossians, he says that Christ is our life. What is your life, Christ? The supernatural life, eternal life. 
perecíveis. 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 We have received this life. He says we should give expression to the life that we have received. Amen. Let's continue, but we don't have time. Let's go to Romans chapter 8. Eternal life and your mortal body. So he says that your body can be quickened. Romans chapter what? 8. Robert, read it. Not verse 1, verse what? Okay, read it. Romans chapter 8. Now, listen, let me explain something. I just feel like explain, explain this thing. Listen. If God wants us to live from your spirit. Now, God wants to renew your mind to who you are in your spirit. And give expression to what is inside your spirit by what you say. Did you understand that? And we'll talk about the renewal of the mind later, the soul. But then I want you to understand this. You see, sometimes... Come back, you stand, I'm coming. Sometimes, when a Christian, when a Christian dies, okay, sometimes we don't understand. The people die with sicknesses. Christians. Some is just gunshot. Some is accident. Just gunshot. Now I'm explaining. Listen. Now, when a Christian, let me explain this thing. I don't feel like it. See, when, you, when a Christian dies, your body is dead. You understand? Your spirit is alive. So when you say somebody is dead, the person is a Christian, it's just the body that is dead. When you say your body is dead, your body is cut off from the environment. Do you understand? Now, if when, when, you, when your body dies, that you say you are dead, because of a sickness, or because of a gunshot, or because of anything, what happens is that the Holy Ghost takes your spirit outside. Why? Because your, your body can no longer contain your spirit. So the Holy Ghost draws your spirit outside. And then the angels carry you straight to heaven. Now, why does the Holy Ghost do that, Obed? He does that because he has seen in your spirit that from the time you got born again, you've not received any knowledge into your spirit. So when the sickness is eating up your body, the Holy Ghost is in you looking at you. Why? Your spirit has not received knowledge. Your spirit has not been enlightened to the truth of who you are. So when sickness is eating up your body, it's just eating up, nothing to stop him. So when you go to the other they say, we can't do anything about this thing. Mm-hmm. You say, you're in trouble. I'm in trouble. So then you say, oh, what happened? He was sick, she was sick, he was sick, she was sick. She didn't see that. What happened? The person, when he was living on earth, was never allowed his spirit to rule. That's what happened. That's why I'm saying that ruling from your spirit is important. So that if you want your spirit, that's what I'm going to go to Romans, if you want your spirit to rule over your body, and you want that which is in your spirit to rule into your body, you have to learn how to live from your spirit. Do you understand? Oh. Do you understand? Yeah. So your spirit must rule. Not your head, your spirit. Not your body, your spirit. That's the last week I said here that 
when you find that there is pain in your body at this time, begin to pray in the Holy Ghost and receive help. Because there is as much help in your spirit. So draw help, divine help from your spirit into your body. Instead of working like this, you put your hand there. Ah. Why? Your hand releases that which is from your spirit. Your words release it through your hands into your body. And I said, when you practice with headaches, you practice with malaria, you practice with other sicknesses. If you never practice, and after some 15 years, you've just been in church every day, you are the choir master in church, going and coming, going and coming, and something hits your body, nobody will help you. The reason why nobody can help you is because you never trained your spirit. The knowledge of God's word is of utmost importance. And governing things from your spirit is of utmost importance. That is the only way you can reign. Hallelujah. So there's a gunshot. Let's go and check. Let's go and the person is gone. Why? The Bible talks about Apostle Paul. The one who said, I'm crucified with Christ. He said, Nevertheless, I lived yet not I, but Christ. He said, His life was Christ. Ha. That which was resident in his body was Christ. Even his body, his very body has received more of the life of Christ. The Bible says he was beaten by a snake. Viper. A venomous viper. A poisonous snake. And the Bible says that he shook the snake off uh, and was sitting down. Uh, and he said, when this person die, how uh, come? He's a God. And they said he was a god. Uh, the people started calling worship and they said he was a god. Is that possible for us? No, I'm asking. Is that possible uh, for us? It's possible. If Paul could have that experience, uh, I want that experience more. So that our bodies have to be quickened by what is inside. You understand what I said? So this is the time. To get the knowledge into your spirit the more of who you are. It's not the time to look for one miracle and then go home. Say, I am eternal life. I am eternal life. Say, I have eternal life. I have eternal life. Romans chapter 8, verse 10 to 11. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. Mm-hmm. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. Now, the spirit, that is one of the things. That the spirit gives your body life. So your spirit is life. Amen. So your spirit gives your body life. Now let's continue. Now so that gives, uh, your spirit is life. Right? Your spirit gives. Right? On top of the, the that verse in the Bible. Your spirit gives. If Christ in your spirit gives the body life. And continue with no, yes, yes, continue. You don't have time. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you. If the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, uh-huh. he that raised up Christ from the dead mm-hmm. shall also quicken your mortal bodies. Shall also quicken your mortal bodies. By his spirit. By his spirit that, that is in you. you. Are you listening? So he wants your mortal when he says he calls it mortal body, the word mortal means something which is liable to death. You understand? So he's saying that your mortal body can receive sickness, can receive death. 
But then if the Holy Ghost, that quickening Jesus from the dead dwells in you, in your spirit, eternal life is in your spirit. The Holy Ghost is in your spirit. Now the Holy Ghost quickens, it says shall quicken. So there is an ongoing quickening right now as I'm talking to you. Of what? Of your mortal body, the body that is liable to death. So when life is imparted into your body from your spirit, now sickness cannot stay in the body. Why? Because life has been imparted into the body. So God wants us to live. Oh, Jesus Christ. Is that possible? That is where the issue is. Will we put, is it see that theorem away and do it then? Will we begin to draw from our spirits into our body and draw from our spirit through our body? Did you understand that? You draw from your spirit life, God kind of life, into your body. So that your body is quickened. Life is eternal life is imparted into your body. It is not just coming to here, it's a responsibility. That's why I said there are a lot of lazy Christians. You can't have a permanent solution to a problem with just one touch. You want a permanent solution, get the word. Get it into your spirit of who you are. Say it to yourself. Then I said it the one who said the word. I said that you pray in the Holy Ghost without consciousness. You don't pray in the Holy Ghost and you're thinking about something else. Now think about the football man that is about they are coming to pray. As you are praying, many thoughts come into your mind. You understand? Let your thoughts be consistent with what is inside you. The knowledge you are receiving right now. The knowledge you are receiving. As you pray in the Holy Ghost, let your thoughts to bring in every thought. Mm. You talk about that next time. Next time. Amen. 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 So he wants your body to be quickened. By the Holy Ghost. But it depends on how much knowledge you have in your spirit. If you've never heard this thing I'm sharing with you before, how will the Holy Ghost quicken your body? Even when you quicken your body, you think it does not be quickened. <laughs> Amen. That's why there's the knowledge of Christ. You can't give oh Jesus. Shout a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you are eternal life. I'm eternal life. You live here, you make up your mind. As I'm going, I'm going to be praying in the Holy Ghost the more. I'm going to be releasing much life into my body. Last week I said, as you pray in the Holy Ghost, you put your hand on your head. I receive life into my body. Body be quickened now. In the name of Jesus. Why? You are speaking to your body. What you say is very important. What you say. That is why when you say you, are, you want to be born again, you don't say that, come and stand there, you are born again, go home. <laughs> we, say, we say what? Confess Jesus. Say Lord Jesus. Then you say Lord Jesus. In that same way, you say eternal life is working in my body. Wow. Are you listening? Are you listening? Yeah. Hallelujah. Now, when you are born again also, talk about divine health, talk about eternal life, yeah, you have authority. Your spirit you, 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 you have authority and you are authority. Like we said last week. So what you have, you are. For as many as believe in me, gave him power to become. 
So when you receive Christ, you become Christ. Now he tells us that for us he is, so are we in this world now. 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 Lift up your head and say, I'm as Christ is. I'm as Christ is. Hallelujah. I'm quickening my body. I want you to pray the Holy Ghost for the next five seconds. And put your hand on your head. I'm quickening my body. I'm speaking to every face, every sickness. Leave my body. You are illegal tenant. Leave my body. I'm quickening my body. I'm quickening my body. I'm quickening my body. I'm quickening my body. In the name of Jesus, Manda now when you are born again you have authority and you are authority are you listening you have authority you are authority your spirit is the seat of God's authority your spirit is the seat of Christ's authority the authority of Jesus Christ is in your spirit when you are born again the authority that is in his name is in your spirit why? because you are seated in heavenly places or you are enthroned with Christ you go there I just want to explain. The Christian is the decisive arm of God on earth. Listen, you don't understand. We are talking about heaven on earth. You know, something happened last Monday. Uh, last Monday, something happened. I'll just, I'll just tell you. Amen. Amen. The decisive arm of God. I always, when I'm talking to I always tell I say, oh, we will not enter a nation and there will be coup d'etat. No. This thing you are saying like this is great. By the time we enter a nation, there will not be any coup d'etat. Mm-hmm. You understand? Why? Because the authority of Jesus is in my spirit. I am the authority of Jesus on this earth. That's why I said that the Christian is the legislative arm of God. Or the decisive arm. He decides. When they are plagues in town, we decide whether they should stay or they should go. Ah, the Christian. These things are not things, they are not, you are not, you are not dragging, you are speaking truth. Ah. When you are saying these things, you are not dragging, you are speaking truth. Why? You are saying what is consistent with the word. You are not saying what is consistent with your circumstance. The world has trained you to say what is consistent with your circumstance. Say, I have pain, I have headache, I have headache. 
Till the doctors themselves will tell you that this one is beyond our knowledge. Mm. Go and say, stay home and die. They have, <laughs> they have put, that's why we say, watch this conference, programming people with the truth. They are program, it's a programming. Program. But then you see, Isaiah chapter 22, verse 22, so much you read it. What's the time? Did I just teach? Amen. Isaiah 22, 22. Isaiah 22, 22. Mm -hmm. I will place on his shoulder the key to the house of David. He was talking about Jesus Christ. You see, when you read the Old Testament, whatever talks about Jesus Christ doesn't only talk about Jesus Christ as an individual working. Are you listening? It talks about Jesus Christ and the church, which is his body. So when John the Baptist was testifying about the light, the true light, he wasn't only talking about one Jesus Christ, he was talking about Jesus and his body, which is us, the church. Are you listening? Yeah. That's what the Bible calls us. It says that we are light. Jesus is the light. He says we are light. Let's continue. So he's talking about Jesus Christ and the church. When he said, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, for instance, the government of God is now on our shoulders. <laughs> yeah, on the shoulders. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, Give yourself to these things. Amen. Uh, Give yourself to these things. It's holy to these things. Now read it. What he opens, no one can shut. Uh, what he opens, no one can shut. Uh -huh. And what he shuts, no one can open. And what he shuts, no one can open. He says that I will give to him on his shoulders the key to the house of David. And what he shuts, no one can open. And what he opens, no one can shut. So Jesus had much authority. He was walking in authority. When he said Lazarus, come forth. It is said that if you are not said Lazarus, ah. all of them would have just started coming. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to say Lazarus. Why? Authority. The, the centurion said, I am a man under authority, just as you are. It is that when I say to this one, go, he goes. The centurion. They said, just speak the word only. We are in a generation where somebody says, you speak the word only. Mm. He wants you to still lay hands. You didn't lay hands on me. You didn't lay hands on me. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. But he said, just speak the word only. He says, I have not found great faith. Uh, uh, Why? He says, when he opens, so our seat is the seat of God's authority. And he says that when we open, when we, no one can shut. Then he says, when he shuts, no one can open. Think about it. He says, you have that authority. You have that authority that when you open, because your spirit is the your spirit is the seat of Christ's authority. How do I know that? Matthew 18, 16 says what? 
Whatsoever you permit on this earth. Is not that one? Or 18? 18, 18. It says, for whatsoever you permit on this earth. What does the King James say? Matthew 18, 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, Verily I say unto you, whatsoever you shall bind on earth. It says you shall bind. And everybody, this one too has been changed, changed to pray out of it. Bind, bind, bind. It didn't say that. We bind you, we bind you, we bind. The actual translation is whatsoever you shall permit on this earth. Whatsoever you shall allow on this earth, you sitting down. Uh, you see, I'm, I'm wondering, do you believe what I'm saying? Is it is it there? Have you seen it in the book? It says, so that whatsoever, I'll give you the keys to the kingdom. That says, whatsoever. The keys was given, he gave, he said, give it to us. When he goes from the day, give it to us. Uh, All authority, he said, go therefore. Go ye. <laughs> so he says, whatsoever you shall allow. He says, disallow that disappointment. Mm. And it shall be on this earth. And heaven will respond. Uh. Why is he saying that? How does God see us? So that he said that when we allow something on earth, heaven has responded. They allow it. It means that the thing is not allowed in heaven. It is allowed on uh, it is not allowed in heaven to be allowed on earth. It is rather allowed on earth to be allowed in heaven. By who? The Christian. You see, we've not received these things. If you go to church and you receive this one for one week, by the time you walk on the streets, you see one day will begin to run away. <laughs> when I was working with Mary, we saw some mad my immediately saw us started running. Okay. <laughs> he saw something. Uh, Firebrands fire are coming. Firebrands. Say firebrands. Firebrands. Are you listening? So he said, whatsoever you allow on this earth shall be allowed in heaven. And whatsoever you disallow, you've been allowing that pain for a long time. <laughs> he says, disallow it. Disallow it. Ah, so when you receive these things, you go home and sit down. This is a school, a school of the spirit. You go and sit down and study it. When you go for lectures and labor, when you come back, don't you study? As someone who never studied this thing again, again, again. Again, again. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So whatsoever we allow. Uh, that is why I tell you, I say, God, don't let me see earthquakes. Let me disallow earthquakes. There are different kinds of prophets. You can see earthquakes and prophesy. Somebody can stop it. He says we should stop. He says, whatsoever we allow. Mm. And it's based on your level of revelation. Mm. You are getting somewhere with this revelation. That's why I say if you can't enter a nation, they say that there is a plague. What plague? They say this flu, flu, flu. Mm. You <laughs> just stand up there and declare one. Ah, he said, there shall not be rain unless by my way. Mm, ah, I don't sleep. <laughs> I see whether there will be rain. I told you, I was watching one man of God who went to a, a, a village. After he had bent all their idols, when he was suddenly in the sky, they did like this. So they went. I said, Ah, 
He just did like this. I was watching. Mm. Let's, the people said that because they were, they were idol worshippers, they are paid money to. They said they call some people rain, whatever, whatever. They're able to make rainmakers, they're able to make it rain. National happening. <laughs> the man of God just entered the place and I bent all the idols and I just did like this. So they, 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 this is authority. 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 We are, the, <laughs> we are the weapons. <laughs> now let's check. Let's check. Philippians chapter. Let's go to Philippians chapter one. Philippians chapter. Uh, hey, Ephesians chapter two. That's it. There's too much coming out. So let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Hallelujah. I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I'm enjoying it. Ephesians chapter two, verse six. And have raised us up together mm-hmm. and made us sit together in heavenly places in, in Christ heavenly Jesus. Heavenly places in Christ Jesus has raised us up and made us open. Oh, you know how time we just need. Uh-huh. Verse, verse 6. Verse 6. Verse 6. Go to Ephesians chapter 1, 2. Ephesians chapter 1. This 2, verse 6. And go to 1. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 20. 20. 21 downwards. Oh, verse 20 downwards. Which he wrote in Christ. So he says that he has raised us up and made us sit together. Mm. So Jesus is seated and we are seated mm. together with Jesus in heavenly places on his throne. We are enthroned. You are seated on the throne. Say, I'm enthroned. Your spirit is seated in Christ on the throne. So you are also seated. Uh, you understand? Ephesians 2 says, says that. Ephesians 1 says that. Far above all principalities and powers. You understand? Hallelujah. Are you receiving the word? Yeah. Shout a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he says that we are seated in heavenly places in Christ. We are seated where he is seated. In heavenly places. Far above. Ephesians chapter 121, far above all principalities and powers. So he says, he says, where you are seated is far above. Far above who? Principalities and powers and names that is named in this world. That is why I say the Christian living rules over human beings. Yeah. That one is another deep thing. Mm. So I always say that there's a difference between the Christian and the human being. The Christian is a divine person. He's born of God. Understand? Human beings are are are, their master, the devil is their master. So they are born of Adam, they are from the generation of Adam, and the devil is their master. And the devil is subject to the Christian. Mm-hmm. So if their master is subject to the Christian, they themselves are subject. Mm-hmm. But then the Christian is born to reign in authority. 
Say, I am authority. I am authority. I am the authority of Jesus Christ. I am the authority of Jesus Christ. Far above. Far above. All power. All power. All principality. All principality. Every name that is named. Every name that is in named. this world. In this world. And that which is to come. And that which is to come. So that thing you are saying is troubling. You see a name. You say that we are sitting. You, are, you see, you pray the Holy Ghost and you tell yourself, I'm sitting. I'm sitting. By the time you are one week through, every devil will respect you. You understand? We have to be training ourselves this way. The devil is having a few day on Christians because they are saying that they are ignorant. If you sit down, then I was talking to Nana, I told him that it's not the attacks people say they have, they have not had before. He said that the devil so that, let's leave this guy. Well, at the point in time, see, when we're young, when you're coming up, you're still growing in Christ. The devil thinks that, oh, let me just do something so that you feel like this thing, Christ, is not true. After you pray, the Bible said, when they looked at Paul and saw so that he was not dying, they changed their mind. Mm-hmm. So it is not the attack you have. It is what you do about the attack with knowledge. With the knowledge of your authority. Let the devil know you have gotten to know who you are now. You didn't know, now you know. It doesn't matter the connection. Now you know. As long as God says that you are his authority on earth, mm. you are not letting, letting any devil misbehave. Mm. Are you listening? Yeah. As long as God says so, the Bible says God cannot lie. Ah. <laughs> so who is lying? Is it the devil who is lying or God is lying? Mm. Now, if the devil is messing up, now you have to show him that you are authority. That whatever you permit, and that you are seated far above. One day I drank this thing, far above. I was sitting with the post book. Uh, I was sitting with the post book on this one. Far above all principalities and powers. And every name that is named. In this world. And that which is to come. I was studying. When whoever called me and said that somebody is dying. It was a young lady, young, a young lady, a baby girl. So I was studying the book. When she called me, I was drunk with the book, the knowledge. Then you can study and be drunk. <laughs> far above, far above. You are moving up and down, far above. You can be in your office and get charged, far above. Why? Because even in your office, you are thinking of how far above. So that proposal you are taking, you must get it. You understand? Yeah. I was going, she called me, she said, let's go. She said, you should go to somewhere. And then the child was there. So I said, oh, no, don't worry. You should be well. I was there when the Holy Ghost said, go, that child will die. <laughs> Now, when we went there, it was serious. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. But then the issue was that I was dealt with the fire above so much that I wasn't seeing what they were seeing. I was only seeing my fire above. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. When you, you come down, when you are conditioned, your whole mind, your mindset, you are programmed fire above. Mm-hmm. You are even, you are, uh, I don't know. Uh, when we get there, the child was there. They said they were going to go preaching. They were going to go preaching. And the, 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 the baby had 
the tomb of Judah. And they said that they, that woman had given birth to a child and the child had died, a baby boy. Now this time they said that this girl, this girl has a key. Ah, they had the key. I just took the baby, laid my hand and said, Father, about. Go from that head. Father, about. As I was praying, I was just saying, Father, about. Because the Father, about thing. He <laughs> says, You are seated, Father, about. Mm. You are walking here, but your spirit is seated. The authority of Jesus. Mm. The next day, the mother called and said they were going to do a prison. The next day, the mother said that the baby is fine. Fine, fine. Fine. So the word works. It works. So yeah. it's not laying hands on you. Yeah. Oh, it's not laying hands on you. It's you going to sit down. Don't be lazy. Weekends, you are inside your room with this fire above thing. Mm. No devil can mess up. Uh, no sickness can mess up. Uh, I know who I am now. I know who I am. I don't call Jesus. I am already a walking Jesus. Uh, the authority he has is with me. Mm. Why don't I make use of this authority? He says, go in my name. You shall cast out demons. Mm. So if a demon, that's what last week I said it, that if you are having nightmares, it's simply because you've not trained your spirit. So when you sleep, your body is at rest. Your, your devil can even mess up your spirit. And mess up whatever. So you have a night. But when you train your spirit, you rule even in your dreams. You understand? Even when you are asleep, you are ruling. Oh. Like I was saying that you begin to see angels of seeing demons. <laughs> and it's something you make up your mind. Uh, somebody said something. He said, like, Have you ever seen on a football match? In a football match, a goal scorer, when he kicks the, the ball and he's over the bar, will he stop kicking? Why? His aim is to score. Your aim is to leave far and above. So you don't stop kicking. You don't say, I, I kick the thing, do I kick? No. Hallelujah. Uh, you have to be what? Aggressive Christian. Aggressive. Things must just come the way they should come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I like the authority aspect. I like because many Christians are living as if they are powerless. They don't have any authority. They are just walking. No. You have authority. authority. You are authority. authority. Say, I am authority. I am am divine authority. I am divine authority. The authority in the name of Jesus is in my spirit. The authority authority in the name of Jesus is in my spirit. You understand? So begin to do it. Begin to do that. Mm. Live that way. You pray in the Holy Ghost. I take command. I take command. When you come and I'm praying, that's what I say. I take command. Mm. I take command. I'm not saying, Father, come and do, come and ah, do. I take command. I take charge. I take charge over ah, this thing. Shabada. I've written an application. I take, I take charge. Mm. I take command. You understand? Yeah. You take command. Oh, you charge yourself up, praying the Holy Ghost. Yeah. You take command. Mm. Don't keep quiet. Mm. Ah. Say something. Say it. <laughs> the Bible says you shall have what you say. When God, when God saw that. The whole earth was in darkness. He spoke. He spoke. 
He was he could have sat down and just do like this and this would be happening. But the Bible says he spoke. And we also have the same spirit of faith. Ah. We don't believe when we speak. Therefore. Say something. Rule from your spirit to your mouth. Do you hear what I'm saying? What I said. Rule, say something. Say something. Don't let the devil have a free day. Mm. I was telling another lady that we went to pray, went to I went to pray for a lady. Mm. The lady was sick, Martha. She was sick. She was ascended. She was very sick. She was going to die. When we went there, we prayed in the Holy Ghost for 30 minutes. And the condition of the lady was such that all the people there felt like because she was healthy. They said in the morning she was just taking tea. And then she just collapsed. That was all. When we went there, we said, Father, about authority. Authority. We prayed in the Holy Ghost for like 30 minutes. So when you pray in the Holy Ghost, you charge your spirit. Mm-hmm. So when you wake up in the morning, before you go to any place, your 30 minutes praying the Holy Ghost is important. Amen. Amen. You can pray for 30 minutes, then you go. You charge your spirit. When we enter the place, we pray for 30 minutes. Okay. After we prayed for 30 minutes, we said, come out, come out, come out. She was on the hot. <laughs> you don't know. I don't know how to describe it. They had all these things. I don't know what they call it. Mm. Tubes in the nose, the nostrils. She was just part. <sighs> all the people there were like, some of them were even crying. We said, I and I told them she'll be well now. Now, what mm. about? Come up, come up, come up. She just woke, jumped up like this. Mm. That was all. I held her hand. I'm not lying to you. Mm. And it's to God's glory. Uh, I held her hand and took her to a hostel. Mm. And I went home. Mm. But so it is it is it is becoming more wild with this thing. It's not just sitting down. When we finish that night, Obey. Let me tell you this. That night. I have to tell you so that you understand that you don't just sit down and lay. After we finish that night. And that is not to put fear. You understand? That is to make you a militant. <laughs> militant. Militant. I was sleeping when all of a sudden I met, I, I, like in a dream. I met this woman, nice looking woman with many ladies. She was coming. All the ladies were coming. Who is this? She said, she, do you know what she said? She said, do you know who I, who, who I am? <laughs> I was standing there when he came. He said, do you, do you know when she came? He said, do you know who I am? He said, that girl, who told you to pray? Mm. They wanted to initiate her. And then with that witch, witch craft, and she was like, resisting. she didn't even know. So when that happened, the queen herself knew that she asked me. He didn't say one of them was said, this person is authority, let me go. Uh. So she came. She came herself. She said, do you know who I am? And I, I was looking and said, who are you? I said, do you also know who I am? Uh. That was the beginning and the end. Uh. No devil can mess with No up. devil. Cash. No devil is allowed. Mm. This You said, this territory, no devil. Mm. Untouchable. Untouchable. Uh. Don't, listen. 
When I see Christians who don't want, just sitting down, doing, oh, I have one problem, crying, one problem. I wonder. I wonder. Because the way the, our, our attitude towards the things of God seems to be some way. Because even if you are sick and there is an exam, you want to go and write. You are sick, lying down. Just say that. No, I cannot be sick. You say, no, I don't say that. Let me just lie down sick and call people. Come. <laughs> now, last week I said if you start with headaches, you see, you go forward. A time is going to come, something will happen. You will not need anybody to pray. You will not need anybody to say anything. You will determine it yourself. Mm. I used to say the finality of every situation depends on the Christian. Hallelujah. Praise God. don't have much time. So let me just end with the authority. Amen. I thought I would finish this thing today. <laughs> Hallelujah. Say, I am authority. I am authority. Say, I am divine health. I am divine health. Say, I am eternal life. I am eternal life. And I'm saying that eternal life and divine health are not abstract things. They are tangible, which means you can draw health into your old body. Because health is inside. You can draw life into your own body. Because life is what is inside. God says it's inside. So what will you say it is not there? So faith, that's why I say faith is seeing what God, God says you have eternal life. You are eternal life. Your life gives way. You say no. <laughs> Hallelujah. Say I'm the exact copy of the person of God. I am the exact copy of the person of God. Say I'm the exact copy of the person of God. I am the exact copy of the person of God. Say I'm the exact copy of the person of God. I am the exact copy of the person. And when you live like that, you begin to break heaven on earth. Amen. See, last Monday I had some. Let me share this thing with you. Around three o'clock a.m. midnight. Midnight. Three o'clock a.m. at night. I woke up, I was asleep, so I just woke up over And then I heard somebody mention my name twice. So I was like, I looked around, nobody was there. I was I wanted to sleep again, I just said Prince again. It was it's like you are saying Prince and I'm here. But I just like that, I said, okay, I'll sleep. Immediately I just slept. Do you know why? So I saw my mother. Are you listening? Mother is gone to heaven. Shout amen. 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 Yes. She's alive. She's as much alive as we are alive. No difference. Now, when I saw her, then she said that she was lying down. So when I went to her, she said she was like somebody was asleep, asleep or was dead. So when I went to her, she just woke up. I said, ah, what are you doing here? And she said that God has sent me. Listen, she said, God has sent me to teach the earth how heaven is now. Then he said, As I am in heaven now, I'm telling you that whatever God has told you to fulfill or to finish, you'll finish it. Yes. Told you on Monday. And that was one thing she always said. Always said. She told me one day that what about God has told me? I mean, I can't just say you here. You understand? But then the aspect that, that thrills me the most is that she said that God has sent her, and that was a message yeah. to bring heaven on earth. And she's no longer here. Who is bringing heaven on earth? Yeah. 
I'm bringing it. You say, I'm bringing it. And that is why I'm wild today. Why? Because heaven must be on earth. That is how Jesus lived. That is how the Christian lives. So he came to tell me that these things must be done this way. So he's going to church and resting nicely. <laughs> be happy. Very nicely. No. It's beyond that. You understand? So make up your mind you are producing heaven on earth. You are producing heaven on earth in your own personal life. Because there is as much heaven in you. Eternal life. Divine health. Divine wisdom. Righteousness. We talk about righteousness and divine wisdom. We will be loud next time. Shout a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say, I'm blessed to be here. I'm blessed to be here. Look, I want you to hold somebody's hands. Let's be outstanding, please. We don't have much time. I don't have much time. Okay, we're going to pray for the next 10 minutes. We're going to pray for the next 10 minutes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hold somebody's hand. And tell the person that you are the exact copy of the person of God. Say you are the exact copy of the person of God. You are the exact copy of the person of God. Say you are the exact reflection of Christ. You are the exact reflection of Christ. Say you are the exact reflection of the person of Christ. You are the exact reflection of the person of Christ. Say when you are walking, the person of Christ is walking. When you are walking, the person of Christ is walking. When you are sitting, the person of Christ is sitting. When you are sitting, the person of Christ is sitting. When you are at your workplace, the person of Christ is there. When, when you are at the workplace, the person of Christ is there. When you are driving, the person of Christ is driving. When you are driving, the person of Christ is driving. The exact copy of his person. The exact copy of his person. Now put your hands on your head. Say, I am the exact copy. I am the exact copy of the person of God. Of the person of God. When you see me, when you see me, you have seen the person of God. You have seen the person of God. You have seen the exact copy of the person of God. You have seen the exact copy of the person of God. Say you I reign. I reign as God reigns. As God reigns. I reign. I reign as Jesus reigns. As Jesus reigns. On this earth. On this earth. I'm not moving. By what I see, I'm not moved by what I see. I'm moved by who I am in Christ. I'm moved by who I am in Christ. I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I see. I am moved by who I am in Christ. I'm moved by who I am in Christ. I'm living for my spirit. I'm living for my spirit. I'm ruling for my spirit. I'm ruling for my spirit. I am eternal life personified. I am divine health personified. I am divine health personified. Say I am a victor. I am a victor. Say, shout, say I am a victor. I am a victor. Say, say, say I am a victor. I am a victor in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. Say I am the legislative arm of God on earth. When I make decrees, when I make decrees, they are established in authority. In authority, they are the governor of the realm of the spirit. I am the governor of the realm of the spirit. I am the governor of the physical realm. I am the governor of the physical realm. I am far above. I am far above all power. All power. All power. 
Oh 